If you're a physician who wants more autonomy in how you practice or fulfillment in your life, you're in the right place. This is the Change Physician Podcast, where our guests reveal how you can learn the mindsets, skills, and strategies to create the life you want without selling out your morals or values. But before we begin, I want to remind you of the free book giveaways, guides, and other physician resources available to you at thechangephysician.com. Welcome back to The Change Physician. I am Melissa Katie, The Challenge Doctor, with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Kakaro, for our first attempt at a YouTube Live for our Sunday salutations for today, November 20th. So we're going to double check and see if we're actually live. Um, <laughs> Are we live? <laughs> Are we live? Because it says we're live, um, but this is the first time ever on YouTube. So I'm going to go in here and search the change physician. So for those of you listening, um, you probably found us already. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see if we can find it as well. And we might have to change, check it out later. It might make it difficult for us to do it on our own. For YouTube. Oh, huh? look at that. Did I say YouTube? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm showing live uh, Sunday salutations, 11-20-2022. So um, for those of you listening, maybe for the first time, our Saturday or Sunday salutations is typically a place for Kevin and I to um, gather and talk about our recent episodes and let you know what's happened last week or so, and then what's coming up and or some interesting events or thoughts um, about maybe things going on in our lives um, or out there in the world or real world <laughs> the real world that's right so that's how are you doing to. i'm well you know i i uh so what this was kind of fun is that it allowed me to pull the link and uh -huh. then be able to submit that link directly to facebook oh really so, yeah i mean it's not streaming on facebook but there's oh. a live now there's a link and it says sunday salutations on our facebook thing so it's not quite as ideal if someone just kind of scrolling through facebook or whatever but that was oh. way easier than what Facebook has been doing forever. Like I literally could just grab the thing and just post, post, post. Okay. So the big topic we're going to talk about today is what's going on with your fingernails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> these things, let me, were these you, are were, you a, were you a catcher in a baseball game or what's going on? No, no. This is my daughter. Uh, oh, just having fun. Who's 17 and a half. And oh. no, I, what was it? I think it was on Friday. I'm going to do this so you can see my beautiful hands. <laughs> And I was, I was just goofing off. Like, I was just sort of like bugging her and um, kind of hassling her, hass, hassling her a little bit. Although I didn't think I was hassling. I was like, yeah, we'll spend some time together. And she's like, oh. and then she's like, okay, I'll hang out with you if you let me paint your nails. <laughs> so, um, she wanted to do both hands. I was like, no, I can only do one so I can put one hand in my pocket. And they're super bright and it keeps freaking me out. Like I forget that they're colored and then I'll like, you know, you get a glass something and all of a sudden you look and you're like oh my god whose hand is that but anyway it, it was a hoot it was a hoot. so she, so she, what was it like what was is there something you realized well, that you never had before no i mean i've had i, I don't know I've, I've had people paint my nails before like uh -huh. um 
in this time i'm gonna say like usually you're like they'll do i'm trying to think when was the last time i think it was she she did it the last time too and i think she was a lot younger and it seemed to take a whole lot longer mm. and this one was just like boom, 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 boom. and i was like well this wasn't worth it i thought it was supposed to like you know whatever they're supposed to f- f- file your nails and do all that stuff but yeah and she the stuff doesn't chip like it just it's well hard you also have stuff. shorter nails you have shorter nails and the nail polish is pretty hardcore nowadays yeah. sometimes. apparently this is some very nice nail polish she was telling me so you oh. know how it goes but nice is anyway. it able to come off with nail polish remover or is it that yeah other- i think so i gotta find some because i'm supposed to go somewhere today and i'm not sure if this is <laughs> <laughs> this is the way to do it <laughs> my wife's like well you can put a glove on i'm like yeah, yeah well, michael jackson nobody will think that's weird yeah <laughs> yeah well you know it's good we've talked about adaptability and it's good to be adaptable um you know so it's you had some quality time with your daughter Oh, we did. She's fun. My kids are the best. And it's like, yeah, Aww. I would do it again. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Very yes. good. Well, um, do you want to share anything um, other than your nails? Um, other than my nails? Um, oh, I forgot the other book. I was going to say, I've been meaning to bring this up for a couple of weeks now. So this is one of those one line a day things. Mm. And you have done these right the you put a one line in and and you fill in oh yes uh gretchen rubin uh was a five-year journal i did where you you see what you wrote the year before on the same day yeah yeah so i this was a blank one and Uh um and so i started it over a year ago actually went the october 9th so i um meant just to share this last month because i am now looping and i'm into into the second year and it is an interesting experience i have to say i did i read something where they're like oh use a different color pen for a year uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that's kind of cool so i am doing that yeah um i would say after a year i still don't know exactly what i'm doing um <laughs> but i it'll be this will be a more interesting year because i think at some point you know you kind of put your ideas down and like well what am i supposed to do am i supposed to put what i did today or what am I, you know, I'm working on or what am I, and I, and like everything in journal, it's so individualistic, it becomes like overwhelming. But I uh, got to a point where I started like writing questions for future me. So I kind of view this as a dialogue with myself. And then I kind of, the last month I've been reviewing some of the things I've written and it's just kind of interesting. And then it's interesting to see something like, I have no idea what I just said there. Like, what was that thing that I was talking about? Cause I have mm-hmm. no context, but I think yeah. it's a, a decent practice. Um, and that's one thing. And then we missed last week that we were, my wife and I were out of town. We went to one of our favorite places in Calistoga for four days and um, had a great time. Actually met one of my friends, like, God, I went to high school. We were enemies in high school, but then we became fraternity brothers in college. And so he's still a really good friend and his wife, who I really, really like. And they met us there. And it was a great experience, except we, wow. uh, we screwed up on the first day because um, I was trying to get into a specific winery that when we were there last January, I, I tried to get in um, and the guy, he's just busy. Well, he's, he's like, like all the old school winemakers in Napa Sonoma Valley. 
Mm-hmm. Um, one of the sad things is it, like, you know, private equity, man, it, it just comes in and buys stuff. And mm-hmm. so they're now buying all these, these wineries. Yeah. And I understand it from a destined pan, it makes a lot of sense, but they're, they've lost the soul of what made them. There's their people aren't there anymore. Yeah. So he's one of the few of the last old winemakers. And he just does these total low key tastings. Like they don't cost you anything, which is out of par because everybody else wants to charge you from 25 to hundred dollars tasting, mm-hmm. um, which is up from nothing to $5 as it was 20 years ago when we went there. And, uh, so we sat down with the guy making the wine and he goes, this is the three wines we're tasting. These are the ones I have available. And it was a vertical, uh, it was all cabs and it was just awesome. Like so awesome. Like the greatest experience that everything else you're like, oh, okay, we're done. I guess we're done for the weekend because no other tasting is going to match this. And we did a couple more and most of them weren't the, uh, he has the, his old winery, which is across the street called Vincent Arroyo. The guy we were with was Vince Arroyo and that one's fun but it wasn't as cool as actually talking to the winemaker. And then we went to another one on Sunday, which if you look at like Calistoga, it has all these, oh, go to Tank Garage, which is uh, very good marketing, I will say. Very, very good marketing. And it's probably for people who don't really like wine that much because it's the fun, hip thing. And uh, none of us like the wines. Like that was the one place we went, paid the tasting fee rather than, because a lot of times they'll say, well, if you buy three bottles, it'll replace a tasting fee. We didn't buy any wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, okay, this is for the people who don't really like wine. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say anything bad. I mean, they were nice people, but um, their wine isn't that good. But um, other than that, it was great to say. We had a really, really, really fun time. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know, you made me think of um, <clears throat> that. I, I kind of think of it now as a looping journal. Um, I don't know if they call it that. But uh, the way you said it was just looping around. It's like, God, oh, you know. the five-year journal? Yeah, the five-year journal. So when I had finished out my five years on it, you realize, I think some of the realizations I had was, okay, I forget things sometimes. Um, secondly, you realize that um, uh, a lot of the things that you personally want to change about yourself or improve upon it's a really slow process, it seems like. <laughs> and then the things that really radically transform your life, a lot of times, and this is just in my experience, obviously, it seems like when things happen to me and you have to suddenly pivot, <laughs> pivot, um, there's a very strong, uh, at least in those five years in that journal, there's a very strong motivator for me to shift into something different, do something different. A lot of the things we've talked about on this uh, podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just when you brought up that looping journal, I was like, yeah, it's it's like there it is really there's a you create an awareness about yourself, you know, um, and how fast time goes by. You're like, holy cow, am I in the fifth year on this journal? You know, um, so if anyone is not big into writing a lot, um, I think those kind of journals are fabulous um, just because even if you only put one minute of thought into it, I think it makes you realize some of us are very like tasker oriented. And a lot of times I just wrote what I did. <laughs> and I think not that's okay thoughts. too. Right. You know? Yeah. But I, I was feelings. I, I was like, I was, that I was the big debate. Like, and you'll, I can, well, not you, cause I don't want you to read my journal, but um, yeah. even though there's really nothing in here, but uh, you know, at some point it's like, well, should I be writing my thoughts and feelings or should I be writing what I did? And then you're like, well, wait a second there's not a lot of room to write a whole lot 
Yeah. This is for five years. So it's like five lines. And um, I think a mixture of like what I, the, the nice thing is if you kind of, if there was something that was memorable about the day mm-hmm. that you did or an experience, I think that is very wise to write down because as you said, we don't remember everything. And, and, and we always think we will, but we don't like, um, out, you know, just kind of understanding how memory is totally malleable and, and, and it, it kind of disappears. And anyway, it's not like photographs. Everybody thinks your memory, memory has photographs is not like photographs at all. Yeah. And, uh, so being able to write those things down then allows you to enjoy the experience again, if it was a pleasurable one, or at least to return it to your memory, if it was useful. The other parts though, um, the trends on the thoughts and feelings, I think are very interesting. And the things for me, and this comes up again and again and again, is wherever you are at this moment, you can pretty much guarantee, and I'm talking more like emotional feeling that you're at, you can pretty much guarantee that in the future, it's going to be different. And, and for people who um, perhaps have a significant either trauma or something's bad going on, and it feels like it's the end of the world, and there's there there's nothing else and it will never, this is never going to get better. It can never be worse. Um, being able to kind of monitor that over time is super useful because what you see is no matter how bad something was at a point, generally you're going to get better. Um, no matter how good something was at a point, generally you're going to feel bad again. Uh, and so there's a sort of cyclical waves with emotions, um, that you can be aware of the best book I think that I've read ever really just talks talks about this is stumbling on happiness by Dan Gilbert, which I've recommended previously on many, 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 many other Saturday or Sunday salutations or Friday faves as we've done them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then to be able to see it play out as you're going through it, it's, it's interesting because there's a difference between knowing something and experiencing something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been kind of a fan. I mean, and the other part is you kind of kick yourself because I'll have times where, uh, where, you know, I've missed a bunch of days and then I kind of have to do some late entries yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. What I have found is obviously is the more you do it, the more you say, oh, wait a second, the more utility you find, the more attention um, I've been paying to it mm-hmm. and even playing little games like, oh, well, let's, this is something I want to kind of lock it right now. So I'm actually going to write this down and then I'm going to go ahead like the next two weeks and write little notes to be aware of this thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other part about that is when you were talking about change and being able to kind of track out there's there's sort of like the change that is that occurs because you have to and then there's intentional change mm-hmm. and i totally agree it's like those moments of crisis or when something occurs are can i don't say generally but oftentimes are points when there's significant change that happens mm-hmm. there's an external driver that says this is this has to change and we look at typically they're major stressors and they're the same ones that are mapped out on, um, I forgot what the scale is when it looks like, well, what are the stressors that you have focused over the year, over the last year, changing a job, buying a house, marrying, divorcing, et cetera. And these are like the big stressors there. Um, but intentional change, man, that's hard and mm. that takes effort. And, um, that's what I'm trying to do with this. So I, I, one of I, I, I do so much thinking shocking. If you've been listening to like, I'm stuck in my head a lot uh-huh. and um, how to translate what you learn then into action intentionally is so hard. Yeah. So now I'm trying to like actually do that where I'm mapping out and saying, okay, well, what am I doing differently? 
Or I want to make a note so I can check in on this a year from now to mm -hmm. see what has occurred. Um, and so we'll see. Who knows what will happen in five years? But it is, it's a very different journey than sort of that reaction to, to things. Yeah. Um, and I think the more we can kind of pull that in, the, the more that we can use awareness to drive intentional change, um, I think the, the more control we, over, we have in such a way of kind of where we perceive we want to be. Um, and that's not, I mean, trauma, post-traumatic growth, the literature on that is really interesting. And we definitely know that people oftentimes will come through a horrible event better off than they expected and actually have a tremendous amount of growth. Generally, no one will say they want to do it, but they'll generally, they'll recognize that it was a, you know, they grew through that experience. Um, but if we, what sounds better, actually intentionally trying to make things better or then waiting for some trauma to occur in yeah. order for you to change to me, I mean, you're going to get the trauma, but maybe it would also be useful to actually do some intentional change along the way as well. Yeah. Well, I have to say a lot of my lessons in life have been the hard way. So there is um, that and reacting and um, but not letting it bring you down and and learn from it, uh, I guess you could say. But from a journal standpoint, um, I think with that short line that you have to write, I've found, if anything, um, like you said, there's some major events that might happen that day or some you know, uh, unexpected thing or, you know, accomplishment, which you'd want to notate most likely. Um, but the gratitude part, there's something about just, you know, being intentional about expressing some gratitude about something that day. I mean, if you don't do it every day, at least like contemplate what you might be grateful for. And I found myself doing that if I didn't have any like, uh, overwhelming feeling about the day. Um, I try to, dig in and, and kind of see the, um, I don't know, silver lining, even if today wasn't anything grandiose, you know, or great, um, in your eyes, but, um, yeah, so I found that interesting and, you know, I, I want to mention something like a favorite thing. I haven't really utilized it much yet, but, um, it ties into memories, I think, because about photos, I don't know how you store your photos or back them up, but, um, and I don't know what people think about Amazon, but I will say there's a lot of people that are Amazon Prime members. And I just discovered there is an app, it's separate from the Amazon app, but it's called Amazon Photos. And it's unlimited photo storage, unlimited, and also up to like five gigabytes of video storage. And you could pay for more for the videos, but you can either let it automatically download from your device every time, or for people who want to be sure that the things that they don't want for everyone possibly to get their hands on, uh, not go there, then you can just manually select them. But obviously, I mean, the first thing I thought is it's brilliant business idea because then you can do what Shutterfly and all these other people do and create photo albums and make those for Christmas. Oh, from Amazon, you can do that. Yeah. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just putting it out there that if somebody uh, doesn't want to pay like I do with like Apple or for iTunes, I guess, to increase my photo storage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every month, even if it's $1.99 or $2.99, um, you don't have to worry about that. If you want to just like store them on Amazon, you plan to be an Amazon prime member till they, you know, go bye-bye. So, or you yeah. go bye-bye. <laughs> we use Google. Well, we use both. We use Apple and we use Google drive. Yeah. I have drive for a lot of non photo stuff. I use photo that temporary for photos in Google drive. And we've been with Shutterfly, I think, and since they started, yeah. I, I don't use them very much anymore because they're annoying. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Shutterfly, like we'll send you an email. I'm like this moment 10 years ago, this moment 14 oh, years yeah. ago, this moment 20 years ago. Those are kind of fun. But um it 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 gets a little uh overwhelming because I the to me, being not super techie, the really scary thing is is when you're on your phone, like on the Google Drive, it's like you delete. I'm like, okay, I gotta clear up space on the desktop, and then you delete some stuff and it's I'm never sure is it wanting to delete it from the cloud as well because it makes these little things like oh we're gonna update and delete whatever and I'm like no that's not what I want to do I like just stick it all up in the cloud and let me delete it off all the peripheral stuff yeah and I never know so we have all this stuff backed up all over the place hard drives here that whatever and yeah it's, it's too much yeah well I have to say um, I do love the Shutterfly photo books um, we every time one of our pets dies um, I make a little photo book of them and all the pictures that we can, you know, find and then just keep their memory that way. So, you know, for animal lovers, it's, it's nice to have a little, and you can give it to friends or family or whoever, but uh, they're super easy. And they always have those annoying 50% off everywhere um, coupons. So you're not paying really as much. So I'm sure Amazon, the question is how that'll compare. Speaking of, you know, yeah, little, another 50% off Shutterfly um but uh yeah so memories um it may not be like a photo your memories but if you want to keep memories through photos <laughs> then there's a lot of ways of doing it <clears throat> I'm just so, looking, i just signed into the amazon photos and apparently we have to do must have done device. something like six years ago and i'm like oh these are kind of smart things i i had uploaded like all of our well at least all of my internship residency documents fellowship documents into uh, what into amazon photo i guess i, I guess it, it was originally like whatever they're because i know they're transitioning they're deleting whatever their amazon drive was oh and they just put everything into amazon photo now i um, never even saw that or used that before i don't know how you knew about that i don't know either you huh. know and it was least well it was five years six years ago because of 2016 i 2016 or 2015 I must have uploaded this stuff or maybe earlier than that but um hmm. anyway. yeah well you can from the app you can share it if you have like a family shared account like my husband and I have two accounts but it's shared as a family um you can share with each other or you can um, um share via email or text that photo as well to other people so it, it looks pretty versatile and pretty user-friendly um so anyway but um maybe I should mention our recent podcasts sure we are on the 20th today so last week we had uh, episode 225 between the two of us about the most amazing machine which is uh, as you could probably guess the human body um and then we had thursday a thursday throwback um with dr eric larson who's an anesthesiologist and podcaster with the paradox podcast um, that was from episode 40. I think that was still back in 2020. So mm-hmm. still early on, but we brought that back in for people who may have missed it back then. Um, any comments about those, Kevin? Uh, no, other than okay. uh, they were uh, always fine. I, I, I'm always the, you know, the whole thing about the amazing machine that it, it still just blows my mind. Like, oh, yeah. how, and and it and it's the machines in quotes on the on the thing because really your human body is better than any machine and is not a yeah. human is not a machine but it is yes. so amazing like yeah and if people just get out of the way and stop like trying to think of it like a machine they'd be so much better off yeah yeah, you know, yeah I don't uh, know how we oversimplify that and when you look at the way our 
industry and and just in America the way we you know and you know I'm sure there's other places too but I think we we uh our culture is all about work 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 and and go 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 and and workaholism and that's kind of like elevated as a, a good thing um you know the problem is we are not machines and we are adapting in a negative direction many times and we don't even recognize the insidiousness of that in the wrong direction and our health can take a our health our relationships uh, and ultimately our wealth um if we're not taking care of all those other things um can be hindered so anyway um well just, you know I want to add though that one of the worst things is that people view their body like a machine and so when they think of there's pain that there's something broken needs to be fixed Mm-hmm. Like, cause the biggest example of that is I see these people, oh, elbow pain. And then they go see the orthopedist and then they, you know, they start whittling around in there and they do their little things like arthroscopy is like the stupidest surgery. So stupid, like, oh, we'll just do a, an arthroscopy and we're going to go under this, this pristine joint. And then we're going to grind around in there. And, and lo and behold, what do you see? And then, then, you know, then you're going to get arthritic change, like significant arthritic change. And they just, people just get whittled and whittled and whittled and whittled and whittled. And it just shocks me. Like the amount of people that have gotten, you know, both hips done and their knees are scoped and then they're and they're in like, you know, the docs or whatever. I mean, obviously it's what they want to do. They're going to try to pit a camera into any sort of joint space they possibly can. And they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh God, please just stay away from them. Stay away. Let your <laughs> so, body heal. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll make a comment off that. Obviously, there's a time and a place for <clears throat> acute medical care. However, it is very gray zone <clears throat> because people can be convinced that it extends to all these other things. And um, the problem with many of us in as patients is that we don't have the patience. We need patience to have more patience. That's that's the title of another episode. Um, is that I can't tell you how many times, Kevin, I've been looked at like I'm crazy when I tweaked, I'll call it tweaked my knee a little bit. I, you know, I, I basically I probably hyperextended a little rotated going up. It was actually in Oregon. Um, uh, what's the one that had the fire, that beautiful area to hike North. Of Multnomah Fort- Falls and stuff. Yes. I was oh, Multnomah, yeah. Multnomah Falls. And of course it was on the way up. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to come down. <laughs> Um, so let me just say my, my knee was a little pissed off, got some swelling and, and I didn't feel so great walking down. Um, but I'm like, eh, it's functional. It's just, it's got some swelling and I gotta give it some time. So, um, you know, I hobbled for a couple of weeks. It was super tender. Um, of course I know what's, uh, you know, acutely concerning. So I I'm, I'm not like, Sep, sep, oh, there goes my cat. Sorry if you heard that. Um, you know, I wasn't having a major septic thing or like, you know, there's things, you know, that you just need to get dealt with right away. So I'm just like, ah, hobble it off and just, you know, not too much, not too little and just keep going. And, uh, people around me in the medical field, like are wondering why I'm not getting medical attention or why don't I get this or that, or I didn't even take medicine for it. I didn't, you know, and then what it, the swelling goes down in about three weeks, there's still like a mild residual probably for two to three months. Like I know what it feels like on the inside and it feels different, but it, I still can walk around, but it probably took a good six to nine months of whatever remodeling and 
whatever was going on there in there um, to settle where I felt like it was my completely my knee before. So how many people are willing to wait that out? You know? Well, how many people have the confidence to wait it out? I think if people knew, Hey, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And actually believe that they're going to be okay. Yeah. They'd be more willing to do it except for the fact that no one believes that because they're always told that there must be something wrong. Yeah. And, um, you know how many more surgeries I could have had? Oh my God. I, 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 yeah, I, I could have had seven more surgeries in my lifetime easily. Yeah. If I complained long enough, hard enough and quick enough to somebody willing to do something. Well, and that's, and that's the thing, you know, these, these arthroscopies, all oh, they, they, people think it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You are, you are now actually changing that joint space mm-hmm. and um, not necessarily for the better. <laughs> no, not for the better. And I, I would pull it up, but the, the rates of post post-surgical arthritic. arthritic change is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't let them touch it in there. And it's uh, and then the other part about, and I think we talked about this in the episode was the fact that it is never as good as it originally was. Like right. people think that, oh, we're going to get this new bionic joint. It is never as good as what it used to be. Now, granted, it um, the the technology is improving. I don't want to, you know, anybody who's had like a replacement to be freaking out. Um, but it will never be as good until we can, I don't know, regrow a joint or whatever the case may be. And that technology may come in 50 years. But and for now, stay the hell out of them. Until we, uh, whatever you believe in, um whoever created or allowed us to be created. Um, I'm sorry, as humans, we're, we're not able to uh, recreate. I mean, we can procreate, <laughs> but we can't recreate from nothing who we are and 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 how we develop and, and all the amazing things that we have. So whole point all is- all on that episode and more. <laughs> yeah, so go watch that episode. Yeah. Um, and- Let's see what's coming up. Uh, well, I think some things that are coming up, they kind of tie into what we talked about. Um, we'll just say it's related to change, but that's no surprise. Wait, don't we have something to be released this week, though? Or are we only doing the week before? Um, so this is the 20th. Yeah. Today, today is something being released re- regarding change. Right? Yeah. And then we've got a Thursday throwback. If you're like to hear about direct primary care, then this Thursday is a Thursday throwback releasing out on the podcast. So, um, but there is some really cool stuff coming up the following week. Um, we'll just oh, say, we, cool. yeah, we've got some repeat guests that are just awesome and, and they've agreed to come back on multiple occasions or that, that awesome. Mm-hmm. So yep, yep, yep. you'll just have to stay tuned for our next week. Uh, possibly saturday oh, well i don't, I don't know next week we're is not gonna do next thanksgiving. week thanksgiving yeah. yeah next week's thanksgiving we're, we're taking family time we're taking family time yeah so why don't we just say stay what, tuned yeah now, now kevin's setting me straight here he's trying to prepare me for the heck this is gonna be thanksgiving coming up um let's just say dr eric tate is on i was about on the slate i don't know why that on rhymed. dr eric tate he's on the slate <laughs> on the state of economy yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah that's that's uh some good stuff so make sure you listen that'll release on sunday after thanksgiving and then there'll be another thursday throwback that following thursday with dr ali abdal uh he's the uk physician 
who we talked about, who's also an amazing YouTuber. So actually he's uh, not a physician. I think he quit completely. Well, he was, I think he had his license or eligible. He finished, he finished their yeah. equivalents of residency and then or he's making internship. so much money. I thought it was, was it internship? Well, anyway, he finished, he finished whatever his primary yeah. training was. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm making way too much money on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a price we pay as physicians. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's not benign. Let's just say well, that. he's been doing he's been doing the online stuff longer than he was in medicine. Yeah. So, but great insight for him. Oh yeah, yeah, without a yeah. doubt, without yeah. a doubt. But so, cool for him. Well, why don't you take us out then? Sure. Well, welcome all to um, Sunday salutations. Always great to either imagine that you're watching this right now even though it's probably not <laughs> hope you like the new youtube format if you're usually seeing us on facebook and you click the link and you don't like it or you purpose to do it on facebook or whatever just let us know um mm -hmm. i will tell you the youtube thing is significantly easier to do yes uh yeah so we will not be here next week because it is thanksgiving and we will be spending time with our families but we will be here the following week after thank that thank you for joining us today on the change physician podcast if you've enjoyed this episode please let us know by going to thechangephysician.com and while you're there be sure to check out the free book giveaways guides and other physician resources available to you simply by joining the community at thechangephysician.com